on starting at 20 to 8 totally out of breath yeah what's my uh, drinking glass it's right there oh <coughs> <laughs> like a hydraulic chair when you sit in it. Am I on? Yep, you're on. If you can, if you sat there, it's just cool. Because if anything flashes up, like warnings or something's gone wrong, you can see it. Or if the blue light goes off or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I need to make the breeze. <clears throat> Am I? If I put my hands here, does it stop the light going on my face? A little, yeah. Ah, balls. How about there? That's good. It does cast a shadow, though. Oh, that's all right. It's still, still, it's only to sharpen the quality of the shot. Okay, sure, that's fine then. So since it's Halloween, it's become uh, customary for me to talk about on these podcasts something <laughs> related to this time of year. This was kind of accidental because on one of the first Halloweens, I think I gave a lecture on the ghost points, and then people like that and asked me to do another themed one so the year after that I think I talked about the nature of possession this year I want to talk about fear the emotion of fear because that seems it seems topical on lots of levels topical because of course Halloween's connection to the emotion of fear people like to be scared they like to scare each other on this time of year and also because it feels like there's a kind of overall collective sense of fear around the world really right now um, certainly over the last year and a half I've traveled, um, well, I mean, I've traveled for years, but over the last year and a half, I've traveled a fair bit between different places and, and seen different parts of the world, the West, Europe, America, Asia. The same sense of fear is definitely rife with it amongst the communities. And it's kind of a, a collective mindset at the moment. And, and I want to look a little bit about why that is or why that's a problem, what it does, and why it's important to recognize the root of it a little bit. Because especially as cultivators, if we can't escape from the paradigm of fear or we can't understand it, then we never really have autonomy. We never really have free will. We never have the ability uh, to realize our full potential within these arts. And I want to kind of explain why, why we have to step out of that. First thing we need to understand really is like fear. Why do we have this emotion of fear? Because of course, we have fear on lots of different levels, don't we? We have obvious fears, like maybe you accidentally step out in front of a car and there's a kind of panic moment or something, that kind of sudden shock to a threat that, that sets you off into fight or flight. And then you have kind of more insidious fears, those ones that creep into your mind, maybe a current fear about your health or, or maybe people have fear of losing material possession or losing status or maybe people are, are frightened of the people that maybe didn't have the same views as you on a particular medication for an unnamed disease or, or something like that. But then there's more subtle kind of chronic feelings of stress, anxiety, fear that you can't even really pin down what it is you're frightened of. But a lot of people are kind of caught in that space, you know, caught in that little space where it's always there, just under the surface bubbling. But all of these will have the same root as I see it, which is ultimately fear of death. That's what it comes down to. And that might sound strange. Why being frightened of a kind of I don't know, loss of status, would that equal death? But that's because if you have to look at where the root of fear came from, if you, if you think about human beings, 
on our most simplistic level, our most basic, primal, animalistic, maybe even tribal level, and kind of early days of civilization before we had tools, weapons, agriculture, civilizations, when we were just, <laughs> you know, thick browed, hairy creatures battering each other over the head with a club or, or whatever, sort of foraging around for food, you would have had a fear that kept you alive. That was really what humans were worried about, like what predator was going to kill us, what animal, what wolf, what tiger, whatever was going to beat us, what other basic caveman type human was going to kill us and, and take our mate or take our food or whatever. Because survival in those days would have been a lot trickier than it is right now. I mean, we don't even have to go out hunting for our food, really, do we? We can just pop to the supermarket and buy some food. Med modern medicine means that we can actually kind of um, take care of many illnesses that would have been life-threatening in the past. And, and we can pretty much guarantee that most of us will live a fairly good length of age if we take care of our health and so on and so on. So many of those kind of dangers are gone. But if you think about how it used to be when you could step out of your cave and die at any second, obviously we needed some kind of mental, emotional reaction to those experiences to cause us to try to survive. So in that case, fear was essentially a defense mechanism against dying, very, very sensible. Something presents a risk to you, that generates a fear that causes a reaction that stops you succumbing to that risk and, and being a danger. I mean, that's the basis of it. Even if you look at like phobias that we have right now, I always think it's quite interesting. So say somebody's phobic of what, spiders or something, you know, so maybe you're in your house and you see a t tiniest little, little creepy crawly and you sort of jump, jump up on a chair and raise your skirt hem up or something like that to get away from the spider. Of course, that's an irrational fear, but it would have been based in something logical because probably generations back, somewhere in your DNA, there was a point when human beings recognized that there's certain poisonous spiders that they bite you, you're fucked. So therefore, that fear originally had a kind of sensible origin, but that phobia has kind of passed through into us, isn't it? And if you look at all of the other phobias, we, or many of the, there's some weird ones, isn't there? Ignoring the weird phobias, you know, fear of heights. That one's famous, isn't it? Well, that's a fairly sensible one. If you think back sort of origin-wise, uh, fear of rats, that's common, isn't it? Or maybe that's probably stored in us a little bit from fear of the plague and disease and, and things like this. So many of our kind of, even these kind of things that don't have any logic to them anymore are still based in that original fear for survival, fear of death that, that sort of underpins human creatures. So it's interesting, isn't it? Or it's interesting to me that one thing a lot of humans struggle with these days is a kind of sense of direction, a sense of purpose, isn't it? Like a meaning for life. That is what people struggle for, struggle with a lot of the time. What is the meaning? Especially in uh, modern civilizations where maybe we're atheist these days, there's not even a higher spiritual context for a lot of people. And if you don't have a higher spiritual context, and you live in a culture where materialism is certainly if you're born in the wrong place is quite tricky to attain and so that's not even any good is it and the, the kind of meaning to life becomes a little bit difficult but of course the meaning of life originally would have been simply to survive <laughs> that would have been the meaning of life if you look at like the early stages of caveman prehistoric society if you could die any second because that saber-toothed tiger is going to jump out from behind a bush on you then the meaning of life would have been survive and to reprocreate and keep the human species going so that it can survive. 
but according to you know the spiritual view is that as humans evolved and we moved through our sort of developmental phases we went beyond the stage of hitting your neighbor over the head with a club through to agriculture and tools and development of towns and civilizations roads and blah 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 and then to the shit pit that we live in right now that that kind of growth has has gone on over history and as that's happened you know as that's happened the idea was or the view of spiritual traditions was that the meaning of life would then become more than survival right so back in prehistoric times your meaning of life was simply to survive and carry on your your bloodline but now your meaning of life should be something perhaps a little deeper now that those needs are taken care of maybe now we have psychological needs maybe we have spiritual needs maybe we have um altruistic sort of purpose for life to to help our fellow man or whatever so it's almost like the the meaning of life has changed but yet the mechanism hasn't changed because the mechanism of fear is still there right it's not like we can pretend human beings aren't frightened anymore but to me it's like fear has taken on another form because now that we don't need to be frightened of running out of food, starvation particularly, unless you're a prepper, I suppose. But generally, you don't have to be frightened of things like that. And you don't have to be frightened of, of predators. And you don't even have to be frightened of the tribe next door in the majority of cases. We still have that fear. It's like that mechanism is still in us. It's still a part of who we are. So that fear has to present itself in a different way altogether. It has to. It has to manifest. Because if you have the potential for an emotional reaction, it's going to be there in another way. And largely, with regards to what people in the Western culture experience, or modern, that's not fair to say Western, modern culture experience, because I would have thought most people would have access to the internet and YouTube, maybe an iPad or an iPhone or whatever they're listening to this on, will probably have a fairly safe life. I'm presuming you're in a place where the majority of you listening to this don't have that kind of problem, that fear there anymore. But we still have fear. We have fear of all sorts of things. And largely, it's still a fear of death, but it's a fear of a different kind of death that we have, and it's the death of the self. And this is really the root of why fear was such an important aspect to our lives and an important quality that we had to really uh, come to terms with and learn to deal with with regards to spiritual practice. If we look at the kind of the root of a cultivator's path largely whatever the mechanism doesn't matter if your art is based on energetics or inside or whatever largely there is always a kind of basis that we want to free ourselves from the shackles of the acquired mind from the shackles of the acquired nature from programmed thinking bias thinking and, and so on and so on so if we have an emotion such as fear that is causing us to defend this acquired nature and this sense of self then it's going to be a problem, isn't it? It's going to be an issue. It's going to be something that's problematic. And this is why fear was something that was very, very important to cultivators. Can you pause it there a second? Just hit the red 